For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Steve Morgan. Joining me today is Karim Baratov, otherwise known as the Yahoo Hacker. In 2014, Karim, a reputed black hat hacker, was hired by Russian spies for a major Yahoo hack that exposed what was originally reported as 500 million user accounts and ultimately over 3 billion accounts. He was later arrested and sentenced to five years in prison for his crimes. His memoir, Disconnected, a memoir of the Yahoo hacker, was published earlier this year following his release from prison. It is available for purchase on Amazon and via other major booksellers. Welcome, Kareem. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So I don't have to tell you, Kareem, you've been all over the news for many years. You recently wrote a great book. We'll get into that a little bit. So I want you to either clarify things for us or we'll get the true story here directly from you. Hacking since the age of 13, have you been and and what can you tell us about how you got started? So I started back when I came to Canada in 2007. My knowledge of English was very limited and my laptop wasn't good enough to play video games. So Coding seemed like the next best option at the time. I was always fascinated by how the internet worked and the possibilities it provided. My dad, the genius, lost his email password. And as a dork of the family, I was asked if I could recover it. Support was pretty much useless to deal with, so I googled hackers for hire. I made an order on the first website that popped up. The price was $50. I was 99% sure it was a scam until... I got a confirmation that my order was ready. To prove the possession of the password, the hacker said authentic screenshots of dad's inbox. That's when I found out that it was in fact possible, which gave me enough motivation to keep going with my studies. And you were 13 back at that time? Um, I started researching when I was 12 and at 13 is uh, when I actually acted. So tell us a little bit about your teenage years, so 14, 15, maybe take us into the time when I know you were making a lot of money, I believe millions of dollars, and bought some high-end homes and clothing, luxury cars. Were your motivations purely financial? At first, my motivation was not financial at all. However, after I turned 16 and started spending money on cars and other luxury items, that's when my motivation shifted and became more financial than anything else. So a lot of people want to know, of course, Kareem, how did you get involved with the hack on Yahoo? Who asked you? How did they ask you? And what was your initial reaction? So what I'm about to say will seem like a lie, but I don't have any reasons to lie at this moment because I genuinely don't care what people think about me. The case is closed and it's in the past, but I did not know anything about the Yahoo conspiracy scenes. I did not ask my clients any questions, not that they would actually tell me, but if you think about it, it's bad business to ask questions on my line of work as clients would get completely sketched out and goes elsewhere. Yahoo is just such a bad email provider that I simply did not have any orders for it. In fact, what got me into the conspiracy was Gmail. I hacked a few Gmail accounts that had some of the breached Yahoo emails set as a backup, and it was enough to get me charged. You were the only conspirator arrested in the Yahoo hack, and yet you ultimately pleaded guilty to eight counts of aggravated identity theft, one count of conspiracy to commit computer fraud and abuse. When you look back on it, do you believe these charges were fair and that your sentence was justified? So in the United States, the only way to get a lesser sentence is to plead guilty or beat the entire case. If prosecution can prove even a minimal involvement, 
that would be enough to get a maximum punishment, which will be 30 years in my case. I see many people who were offered five years, went to trial and got 10, offered 10, went to trial and got 20, and even offered 20, went to trial and received life. The charges were absolutely fair, there's no doubt, but in my not so humble opinion, two or maximum three year sentence would absolutely suffice and deliver the same message. So you wrote a memoir, Disconnected, and the book details your journey from hacker to inmate to free man. What motivated you to share your story with the world? So behind bars, I have experienced what it's like to be a victim of a fake news, so to speak, and how often the media publishes pure misinformation. It got so ridiculous. Some claim that I'm stealing money from the banks, which is absolutely ridiculous. Some claim that hacked Hillary Clinton's emails, made Trump win the election in 2016. Some even claimed I was working for FSB and was vitamin poison's right hand. The funny thing is, the truth is more dull, but people prefer to believe in fairy tales and conspiracies. Publishing my memoir was a way for me to set the record straight and explain exactly what happened. My book is not meant to make me look good or bad, but to tell the truth. So if you don't view yourself as a cyber criminal, when you look back over that time period, how do you perceive yourself? Forgetting about how other people look at you. Who were you? What were you doing in your mind? Honestly, the thing is, when you work online and deal with internet in general, you become so desensitized, uh, disconnected, so to speak, from the reality that even committing crimes like that, it doesn't seem impactful. So was there any part of you at any time that felt like... I'm doing the wrong thing, or I might be doing the wrong thing, I shouldn't be doing any of this? Well, again, I was a kid, and at the time, my explanation was I was helping at least one side, because most of my clients were jealous couples, and every time I completed the order, they would be grateful because they would discover the truth about their partners, or they would discover a positive truth, and that would make them sleep better at night. One prime example, my mother was probably my first night, actually. She is a very jealous woman. She wanted my dad's password. You know, my dad is a humble man, so it kept her calm, almost like gave her peace of mind. So was it shocking for you, Kareem, even though you knew it could potentially be coming, to actually be behind bars, to be sentenced and sent away? Honestly, uh, until the last second that I got sentenced, I did not believe I would actually end up serving any serious time. And what was it like behind bars? I mean, forgetting about why you were there, what was life like for you there? You, well, you were disconnected, so you were off the internet and living a completely different life as, a, as an inmate, obviously. Honestly, and the funny thing is, uh, going to prison was my biggest fear since I turned four and I found out what prison was. But honestly, no, it wasn't that bad and people were genuinely very nice. Honestly, behind the bars, unless you have any messed up charges, people generally treat you with respect. So you have a lot of experience and interesting life story. What's the path forward for you? Are you planning a career in technology and exactly what is it that you plan to do? I'm working on quite a few legitimate projects that are going pretty well. The knowledge of IT is a priceless transferable skill to have nowadays, but I'm not in any way tempted to go back to hacking. Having said that, I'm not even tempted to go into cybersecurity or IT in general. It just doesn't excite me anymore. 
So to leave off, any words of wisdom, any advice that you would give to young people, Kareem? There's many 11 and 12 and 13-year-olds, and they're intrigued by the internet and, and by technology. And of course, there are multiple paths you can go down with that. Any warnings for them? Stay in school, kids. <laughs> but on a serious note, I might have misused the internet, but it doesn't mean that it's not a useful tool. It provides unlimited opportunities for the younger generation who are not old enough to work, but who have a passion. Online, you can learn absolutely anything you want for free. Nowadays, it is so developed that kids have an insane advantage over older guys who would not have artificial intelligence or even Google to help back in the day. If used right, it can open many doors and give a chance to follow your dreams and to be heard. That's why you see so many young millionaires who amass their fortunes by posting TikTok videos and Instagram memes. Uh, just make sure you do it the right way. So before we let you go, Kareem, I'm, I'm curious just about one last thing. When you look at people getting involved with the dark web and getting involved with drugs and even human trafficking, how do you feel, how do you view the people who are involved with that type of cybercrime? Do you view them as being in a different category than hacking into systems, whether it's for curiosity or even if it's to maybe steal credentials but not directly use them? Do you draw a line between those different types of criminal activity? Um, of course. Uh, of course, all crime is different. Obviously, you can't put human traffic in. That's a completely different category. But breaching security systems and, let's say, messaging the company and exposing the vulnerability in return to getting paid or getting hired and doing nothing malicious like taking any data hostage, I think it's pretty legitimate. Well, the reason I, I brought that up, Kareem, and maybe it's a, a final thought for you to walk away with, you could probably go after a lot of really bad people out there, given your background, given your experience. So maybe it's something to think about in the future. Uh, it, it is tempting and it's been done in the past. I don't want to go into details, but again, IT doesn't decide one more. Well, Kareem, very much appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us today. Where can people buy your book? It's available on Amazon in both hard copy, soft cover, and Kindle. Thank you, Kareem. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Steve Morgan. Joining me today was Kareem Baratov, otherwise known as the Yahoo Hacker. His book, Disconnected, a memoir of the Yahoo Hacker, is available for purchase on Amazon and via other major booksellers. To keep up with all of our media, visit cybercrimemagazine.com.